Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Also breaking news. Senator Dianne Feinstein passing away at the age of 90 in the last year or two, been in increasingly infirm health in the Senate. But we are going to go into a little bit about her life and times, her legacy and accomplishments in a few minutes on the show. But first, joining us now, Brenda Kupchick, first select woman of Fairfield running for re-election as a Republican. Hello, Brenda. Welcome back to the show. Hi. Good morning, Lisa. How are you? Good morning. I do have a question. If the government is shut down over the weekend, you are the chief executive for a town in Connecticut. Does that have any impact on your priorities? In other words, does that cause you to have to shuffle things away from what you would normally do that day to figure out something else as a stopgap measure? Um, No, not in the short term, day to day. Okay. Um, Obviously, if it you know, if it were a long-lasting thing, um, you know, we'd have to obviously monitor. But no, not on a day-to-day operational thing. Okay. Well, that's good to know. That's good. Just, I mean, obviously, towns run, you know, you know this, right? Most of our towns, all, if not all of our towns, run primarily through property taxes. Yes, 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 yes. But still, I, you know, I just wanted to know, you know, because, yeah, listen, sure. it's, it's the, the extent to which the federal government now has its tentacles <laughs> in entitlements that people receive and don't even realize is extraordinary. I mean, it's everywhere. Yes. So, it's so everywhere, yes. I, I don't think we fully realize what happens when they stop the pouring of money, where it all goes, right? It trickles into a lot. Well, of sure. It impacts, you know, it impacts our residents, right? Um, in ways that it's not necessarily funding from the, from the town itself, but if you have residents who are on specific programs that are federally funded, um, yeah, then they show up at our social services department, mm-hmm. yeah, and you know may need some assistance. So yeah, yeah, and that in that way, I would say yes. So uh, so Brenda, hello, welcome. Um, I wanted to give you a chance to uh, to talk to us a little bit about what makes you tick, what makes you run, why you want to win again. I have one <laughs> I have one question, which is because I don't think you and I have specifically discussed this, and I know that you have been instrumental in this fight. Uh, what about the monopoles that are intended to go right through the historic district of Southport and all up and down Fairfield? 
Uh, tell us your thoughts on this and your activism with respect to this issue. So uh, it's it's more complicated than, than I, I know a lot of people have concerns about it. So, so as we both know, right, um, the infrastructure, not just in each of our towns, you know, are fairly old. They were all built a long time ago, um, sewers and all of that, and, and the overbuilding has stressed all those infrastructures. And it's a similar thing with UI, right? So their infrastructure was built um, a long time ago, not, you know, not with the amount and the need uh, that we currently have, right? So my understanding is they just need to update these poles, right? And they need to have more transmission running through them. You know, we have electric cars now. Obviously, that requires electricity. We have more people. I grew up in this town. We have double the people. Uh, that we had when I was growing up in town. And and s- similarly, that's happened all throughout Fairfield County. So the bottom line is they need to update their polls. So the town that was working with UI, the departments uh, that are impacted, right, conservation, zoning, and our engineering departments identifying. I met one, uh, one time with them, you know, looking at these maps, trying to identify town areas, right, that would be impacted and having discussions with them about it. Um, we intervened. We filed an intervener status, um, which was accepted by the siting council, as have uh, some neighbors and businesses who are more severely impacted by their proposal. And so I, I you know, obviously been in contact with the neighbors. Um, and what we did was we brought our attorney, the attorneys, uh, the firm that we hired to help us with this matter, meet with the attorneys who were intervening on behalf of uh, some of the other interveners. That was like a couple of weeks ago. So I reached out, um, well, actually the president of UI uh, reached out when he saw us intervene, who I, who's new, who's fairly new um, the last year or so, and asked if he could meet. We set up a meeting. Um, he set up a meeting with us, our attorney, his attorney, and his project team, and uh, State Senator Tony Wong and State Representative Jen Leeper and also uh, Representative McCarthy Vahey uh, um, attended this meeting yesterday. And I have to say I felt very encouraged after the meeting because I was starting to feel like this is a David and Goliath thing. Yeah. Like, oh, boy, you know, how are we going to, you know, how are we going to make this work? This is a big utility. And it was very encouraging, you know, and they said they – they want us to put a list together of the properties we feel are most severely impacted, working with our community, our residents, and our um, business community, and to come and sit down with them and let's go through each one and see if there's modifications we can they can accommodate the town with. Now, that's not going to stop the, um, the intervening um, uh, application that we've already not. filed. And of intent, course. No, yeah. and, and we intend to. Um, present uh, expert evidence as do the other interveners who are associated with us. Um, but I thought, you know, you, you, you're leaving it up to the siding council. I'm not disparaging the siding council. It's just that, listen, I'm always trying to find solutions to problems. Um, I think, you know, trying to sit down and talk things through, even with a big company like UI, is always the best first step, right? Try to, let, let's be honest, let's be truthful. And I was very encouraged by the president's um, willingness. You know, he was, you know, he was very honest in there. He said, we want to work with you. We don't want to upset the people, our customers. We want to work with this, with your town. Let's put this list together. 
let's see where we can make adjustments, um, even outside of the siting council piece. So I'm, 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 I walked out of that meeting feeling much better than I did walking into it. Now, um, I, I know the, uh, st- yeah. state delegation. Well, that's good. I'm very glad as a, as a substantive matter that you guys are all really trying to do this because that, in the end, is what's most important. There has been some criticism. Uh, we're chatting with Brenda Kupchik that the town was a little late to this. Do you have a response to that? In other words, in terms of, yeah. you know, the, the just a little late to this. Go ahead. Well, you know, you know, listen, it's, it's political season and there's a lot of things being said. Um, that always aren't necessarily true. The town was working with UI throughout the process, um, you know, in the conference rooms, uh, meeting, looking at maps, giving input, like I said, from all those departments. And so a little late is, you know, we we filed for an intervener status and it's been accepted. So Mm -hmm. this is the process. Um, And so, you know, so, so Brenda Kupchik, you, you will be, this would be your second term, correct? Correct. And what do you want to tell us about why you're running, what you think your major accomplishments are, why you think you deserve a second term? If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Well, um, you know, <laughs> I wouldn't say deserve, right? Um, I feel I feel like it's a call to service more than, you know, um, deserving of it. Um, I, this is my hometown. I grew up here. I'm fourth generation Fairfielder. Uh, I never had any intention of running for first selectman uh, in the town of Fairfield. I loved public service. I was on the RTM. I was on the Board of Ed. I served in the state legislature for nine years. I did all of those things because I, I love serving the public. It's just something that's in you. You know, you can't really explain it. And you do it, too, Lisa. You I do, do it, too. So you, I love you get serving it. the public. I totally and get it. You that. do. And, and you do an awesome job at it. And, it. and you can tell because you're passionate. And, and that comes from the heart. So, you know, when I saw that my town was in trouble uh, with the Phil Pyle scandal and, and, and the public corruption, I felt compelled, uh, you know, and that was on the early stages, but I could just sense something was wrong because I was a state representative. So I was involved 
with meetings and seeing things. And, you know, I felt like somebody's got to step up here, you know, it's like more like a call to service. And, and it's been a tough uh, term, you know, COVID, um, public corruption, notices of violation, consent orders, <laughs> but even b- despite all of that, um, what the average citizen wouldn't have known, what I learned when I came in, was the lack of management of our town. It was really mismanaged um, all throughout. So I wasn't surprised that this situation happened after I was in office for a bit, that, you know, the lack of controls and policies and management and making sure you have quality people working and there is, you know, there is real management of the town, those things are less likely to happen. So uh, I, 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 I'm proud of the last four years. It has not been easy. I can tell you that. Um, getting our community through COVID was, was no easy task. Um, but I feel proud of the work that I did with our emergency management team and, 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 the, and working with the governor, you know, whose first term was also COVID. And, you know, sort of we would talk to each other during it. Um, and it, it was, you know, it was really eye-opening, and it teaches you something about what, what you're made of. So I, I feel like I want to continue the work, you know, fixing all of the messes that were in Fairfield. Um, over a 20-year period of lack of management, being able to get in there and really, you know, roll your sleeves up, fix things one at a time, one at a time, one at a time, and then to look and say, wow, we built like a really good foundation here. I'm proud of this. And now we can start to build upon that foundation. And so that's why I decided to run again. Do you think that in the next four years, the entire Phil scandal leftovers are going to be resolved for the town of Fairfield? Oh, absolutely. So, you know, um, you know, I, 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 uh, I heard part of Mr. Uh, uh, Bill's uh, comments that he, you know, that the sites weren't cleaned. I mean, he's been on the RTM for 10 years. I send ex- an extraordinary amount of updates to all elected officials. And I send a lot of information in my newsletter because I want our community to be as just as informed as anybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, we are like, all of the sites are nearly cleaned, and like there's maybe one or two left. Um, so I was surprised he didn't know that. Um, but the big stuff, right, Lisa? The fill pile itself, yeah, uh, which is a monolithic uh, situation. Right. And you know that's EPA, that's DEP, yeah. um, and you know we've gone through rounds of testing, testing, testing. They want more testing, this testing, that testing, and obviously COVID you know, put a giant, let's just say a four-year term cut in half. So, because COVID derailed so many things. And so, um, and the fact that the state had huge retirements in their DEP uh, departments and their DOT departments. And so, you know, we had a lot of new people came in. And so there was a lot of, you know, getting people up to speed. But we we are currently complying with every single consent order on that fill pile. Now we are in the waiting period. Uh, for them to say, okay, here's what we want you to do. Nice. Um, and that's the that's the big nut. But everything else, um, you know, we put money aside over the last uh, four budgets for fill pile expenses because I knew they were going to be high. And we took surplus money and we put it aside to be responsible um, and to use it. Penfield was a big one. Um, you probably read about that. Yes. And that was that was a dual problem, right? So there was a, a tremendous amount of contaminated soil placed under the building when they built it, which is actually stunning in itself. Um, and they also, the former administration ignored letters from FEMA 
that said you're building it wrong. Stop. And it just kept building it. And so why? I have no clue. But um, I got stuck with fixing it. So, you know, unfortunately, we had to – and we had the money. Thank God we put this money away, mm-hmm. uh, the $11.5 million. So we're going to – we're just started uh, working there. Or, you know, we're just starting it. Um, and we have to clean, like, over six feet of soil under that building and get it out of there. Um, and and, depose, and dispose of it appropriately and within yeah, and the law. That, and of course, and that, you know, yeah. And I'm listening to you, and I'm thinking the disposing of it appropriately, right? Like, what are we going to do with all the crap that we just keep polluting, right? What are we going to do? Build, drill a big hole into the middle of the earth and just stick it down there with the magnum and hope that it burns itself out? I mean, we just yeah, I'm just know, thinking I don't know. it's I unbelievable. Mean, we just keep making rules, more garbage, right? right? I, I know. I'm just I'm not directing this at you. I'm just speaking out of frustration. Yeah, no, I hear you. I mean, it's no, just, the sustainability aspect of right? all kinds of things, but it's incredible. you know, this, this contaminated stuff has to be trucked out of the state. You know, there's specific regulatory areas where you're allowed to um, dump it. And I, you know, that's why this all happened in the beginning. Yeah. Um, you know, somebody didn't want to uh, dump the things, right. didn't want right. to dump the stuff appropriately because it would have cost them too much money. Yeah. And, you know, and now that, and now the taxpayers of Fairfield are picking up the tab, which yeah. is, it, it's yeah. it's quite disgusting, actually. And some people um, are serving but, time in jail, right? And some people's careers uh, will uh, never be the same, and their lives and their reputations have been ruined. And yeah, all of that. Mm-hmm. Quite well, you know, listen, you know, you, you know, your actions have consequences, and um, you know, when you break the law, you break the law. Yeah. And so. Well, Brenda Kupchik, I want to thank you for coming on. We had given, just just for the public of Fairfield to recognize this, we really try on our show, I really try, when it comes to contested matters and elections that people really care about, to give equal time. When Bill Gerber came on, it was the first time I met him. We had a wonderful conversation. You can listen to the podcast. It's one of our most listened to podcasts. But he ended up staying on a long time. And when he was gone, I realized, I looked at my watch and I said to my producer, wait a minute, we had Brenda on already. Did we give her the same amount of time as we gave Bill Gerber? And we looked and we realized that that uh, Brenda Kupchik was 11 minutes short. And so that's why, Brenda, we invited you back because we really do try and give equal time. Yeah, we want everybody to have the same amount of airtime. It's the only fair thing to do. Well, good luck in November. I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, good luck in November. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And thank you for listening to the show. I love that you listen. I love that you give me comments. I do enjoy your show very much. You're you're always giving me good comments, and I appreciate the feedback. So thank you. Okay. Well, my mother, my mother listened to WICC our, my whole life growing up, so oh. it's sort of a staple in my house. Oh, that's wonderful. Brenda Kupchik, first select woman of Fairfield, thanks so much for being on the show with us. We're going to be right back. Oh, you back. have a good day, Lisa. You too. We're going to be right back with Linda Marino, who's the president of the Animal Haven in North Haven, which is really a very unusual no-kill animal shelter. We're going to hear all about it. It's a little bit kindness of strangers. You can be kind. The strangers are our animals. Uh, they, they need us apparently more than ever right now. We'll be right back. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at Lisa at LisaWexler.com. 